0: How many of y'all are expecting today?
1: Yeah. George, and are
0: George and Barrett are for sure. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Uh, the Lord show, was sharing this message with me several months ago, and I had no idea when I was going to share it. And right when Pastor told me to preach, I knew exactly what uh, the Lord wanted me to preach on. And they, oh, it's going to be a good day. Amen. Yeah. Tur- turn in your Bibles with me to Psalm 121. Yeah. This is quickly become one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite psalm. Um, it's certainly not Solomon's favorite song, because he has a favorite song of songs that's really interesting. It's, like a mu- it's a musical, if you think about it, but we're not going in there today. Um, but, you know, the Bible says that God watches over his word to perform it. And this morning, picture this for a moment. Picture God in His throne in heaven watching over Boomerang right now as His Word is being preached. He's expecting to perform it in your life today. God is watching over His Word, ready to perform it in your life today. How many of you are ready to see God's Word manifest in this place this morning? I'm telling you, God's Word is getting ready to move. God's Word works. His Word works. And it's getting ready to move today. So uh, I want to encourage you today. We have help. Yeah. Yeah. We're not alone. Yeah. We're not alone. See, it, even in Barrett's testimony, she was saying that uh, one of the doctors said that you're not going to be able to have a child uh, without help. Yeah. I help. But she has help. Yeah. Yeah. She has the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. She, she had help. He repaired something that in, in the natural was unrepairable. Yeah. And had help. And now we have a testimony on yeah. We have help. Yeah. So so let's look at this. Psalm 121, verse 1. I will lift my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord. Where does your help come from? Where does your help come from? Okay, where does your healing come from? Where does your provision come from? Where does your hope come from? Where does your, come where does your peace come from? Where does your help come from? My help comes from the okay. Lord. Come on, you have help today. Yeah. My, I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Why? Because my help is coming. Yeah. My help is coming. Yeah. What? Do you need help today? You have help. Yeah. Your help is here. Yeah. He's here. Your help is here. I have help. Yeah. I'm not on my own. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Amen. So there is no circumstance, there's no situation that you'll ever in- enter into that you don't have help to overcome yeah, it. Yeah. We have help. We have help. So, th- so when, when I have a need, let's say I have a bill that's due today, and I need to meet it, but in the natural I don't seem to, I don't seem to have provision. I have help. Yes. D- do I have help in that situation? Yes. I have help. So, let, so recognize this. Who is my help? Where's my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. My help doesn't come from my job. That's not where my provision comes from. Right. So, let's say my boss makes a horrible decision. Not my boss. This is a, you know, an illustration. <laughs> right? Somebody else's boss. Somebody else's boss makes a horrible financial decision, and now they have to make layoffs. You did nothing, to, but, but now there's a, there's a potential that you might lose your job. Where does your help come from? The Lord. The Lord. The Lord. Yeah. So whether, whether I keep my job or whether I get laid off, do I have help? Yeah. Yeah. I still have help. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like. It doesn't matter what the circumstance looks like. I have help. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to look to my help. I'm not going to look to my job as my, as my provider. Right? I'm not gonna look to my job I'm not gonna look to the government as my protector. Amen? Yeah. Why? Who's my protector? Lord. He's my help. Yeah. Yeah. And he will help me no matter what's going on, no matter what, no matter who's coming against us, no matter what the situation looks like, we have help. Yeah. We have help. Right? Uh, I get let's say I get an uncurable diagnosis, right? Or or a fatal diagnosis. Stage four cancer. Do, am I helpless? What if the doctor can't do a thing? Do I have help? I have help. There's no situation that I can enter into that I I don't that I lack the help to come to overcome. Right? Hmm. What if I did it to myself? What if I made a stupid financial decision? Do I have help? What if I sinned again? Do I have help or am I on my own now? No. Have I have help. Yeah. It doesn't matter how bad I messed up. God said if you messed up in 1 John 1, 9, it says even if you sinned, God is faithful and just not to leave you on your own. He's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. So even if I missed it uh, for the hundredth time, do I have help?
2: Yes.
0: Come on, say this with me, I have help. I'll lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Yeah. I have help. Come on, you have help this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in a situation where you're like, I have absolutely no idea how I'm, how I'm going to overcome this, how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to get this bill paid off. I don't know how I'm going to be able to get through this. Uh, do you, you have help?
2: Yeah.
0: I'm not even going to ask it anymore because we recognize it now. We have help. No matter what's going on, we have help. Amen? I lift my eyes up to the mountains. From where shall my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Recognize every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every good thing that you have in your life comes from above. My wife is a very good and perfect thing. Well, she's not perfect. I'm backtracking and now I'm digging myself out of a hole. But my wife is a good thing, a very good thing. She has blessed me so, so much more than anyone that I've ever met on the face of this earth. And she's a gift from God. Uh, Anytime she encourages me, anytime she lifts me up, what's what's happening? God God Himself is giving me help through her. Right? Every good and perfect thing comes from above. My pastor is a good thing right he the bible says very clearly that pastors are gifts that are given to men yes. pastors are gifts given to men so anytime i come to him for help what's happening god is helping me through him through the gift that he's given me i'm receiving help through the gift that he's given me Amen. come on can, can we just give God some praise for the gift that he's given us right we have good god, every good and perfect thing comes from above any any situation that i'm that i receive help says, I I have a need. I need to pay this bill. And someone comes up to me and says, you know what, I I don't know why, but I feel like I'm supposed to give this to you. Who's the source? My help. God has used them as a channel to bring help to me. But who's the source? God's the source. Why? Because where does my help come from? It doesn't come from the left or from the right. My help doesn't come from man. I don't put my trust in man. I put my trust in God. And God will use men to help me. But my, where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help from? Every good and perfect thing comes from the Lord. And, and look at this. Psalm eighty four eleven. It says this. It says, For the Lord God is the sun and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. And hear this. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk uprightly. Come on, we have help. And here's the glory of it. We have a help who doesn't withhold His help. It's not in His nature to withhold help. It's not in His nature to withhold help. We have help today. Hear that again. It's not in the nature of God to withhold help. The Bible says it in James 1.5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, ask and He'll freely give it to you without rebuking you. Why? Because He's not withholding help. He's looking for a way to get help to you. The Bible says He's actually looking for people to help. He's, the Bible says the eyes of the Lord look to and fro, looking for someone to show Himself strong and yeah. someone whose heart's towards Him. So God, So recognize this. God is not withholding help from me. The only way I'm not able to receive the help is if I choose not to receive it. Are you hearing that? But God is not the one withholding help. When I choose to lift my eyes up to the hills... Lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. What am I doing when I lift my eyes up? I'm expecting the help to come.
2: Yes.
0: I'm expecting the help to come. Why? Because I know He is a God of His Word. That when if He said it, He'll do it. He's not gonna. He doesn't have to backtrack. If God said it in His Word, He fully intends to carry it out. Yeah. He fully intends to carry it out. He watches over His Word to perform it. I feel like we said that already. He watches over His Word to perform it. So if He said it, if He promised it, He fully intends to carry it out. Yes. We have help today. Yes. Come on, say it again. I have, I have help. Oh, praise God. Verse 3. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Yeah. So hear this. We, we have a help. And once we receive help, now we have a keeper. What does that mean? The same God who healed you will keep you healthy. The same God who provided for you will keep you in a position where all your needs are met. So, once I I might be in a position where I need help, but once I receive that help, now I can be kept. Now I can be kept. He who keeps you, that's who God is. You see in the very next verse, it says this, The Lord is your keeper. Say that the Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my keeper. I, I want to encourage you to, to circle that. The Lord is my keeper. Highlight it. Underline it. Put some arrows that are facing to it. Put a big old amen next to it. The Lord is my keeper. Yeah. So once I receive help, now I can now it's my job and my responsibility to stay in the presence of my keeper. Yeah. See, but but here's the beauty of it. Because just as much as it is not in God's nature. To not, I, I use a double I'm, I've been in the South for a long time. It's in God's nature to help. It's not His character to withhold help. Yeah. Just, like, just like that, it's not in His nature to withhold keeping you. He wants to keep you. He wants to protect you. He wants to keep you whole. He wants to keep you in a place of provision and prosperity. He wants to bless you, and He wants to keep you. We just sang it this morning. Lord bless you and keep you. Right? I was hoping we would sing that. I didn't say it, but I'm glad we did. Because, you know, God, God kind of works things out that way. But hear this, he who keeps you will not slumber. So the same God who delivered you will keep you in a place of perpetual victory. What does the Bible say in Second Corinthians 2.14? 2 2, it says, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Right? And, and, and manifests through us the sweet aroma of His glory. Uh, well, one uh, translation says this: that we walk in a perpetual victory parade. See, yeah. the God who gives you the victory will keep you in a place of victory. So when I pray, I don't. We, we've heard this, but when I pray, I don't pray for victory. I pray from victory. Why? Because I have a God who keeps me in a place of victory. Why? Because I'm in Him. I'm in him. The Lord is my keeper. Let's look at the the, the next verse. Verse 4, Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber or sleep. What does that mean? That means he's not in heaven while you're in in a time of need twiddling his thumbs and waiting. He's not taking a nap. God, where are you? How long, O Lord? How long? He's not sleeping on you. He's not sleeping on you. He's, Psalm 46, one. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. A very present help. What does that mean? That means He's already ready to help you. Yes. He's not waiting. He's a, he's a very present help. Come on, I have help. Yeah. I have help. I don't just have help, I have a very present help. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't have to wait for the help to come. I have The, the help is already present. Yeah. Help is already present for you today. Yeah. What do you need? The help is already present for you this morning. He's here. He's present. He's not just present, He's very present. Yeah. I don't know how you could be more present than present, but he, he is. He's more present than present. He's very present. An ever-present help. That means that tomorrow, is He a very present help? Yeah. Yeah. On Wednesday, is He a very present help? Yes. He's always there for you. Very present help in time of need. So, He's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. Hear this, He's a good keeper. What does a keeper do? What's the role of a keeper? The role of a keeper is... Think of it this way, right? You're playing soccer. What's the role of the keeper? His job is to ensure that the attacker never even touches the goal.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm the goal. He's my keeper. The enemy's the attacker.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm kept. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the attack coming, but as long as I stay behind the keeper, yeah. Yeah. I'm protected. Yeah. I, th- 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 because recognize, is the enemy still going to attack? Is he still going to try? Yeah. He's still going to try, but I'm kept. So, if I see the attack coming, I can sit here in peace and recognize I'm kept. I'm kept. He's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. I'm kept. He's a good keeper. I'll do it. I have a video for you today. I was a bad keeper. (laughs) When I was five years old, I I started playing soccer. And the role of a keeper can be super boring when your team is good but I mean I mean if you could pull something spiritual out of that you can't but um but recognize well we can just play it I'll give you some commentary so this is all the kids being productive and playing soccer this is on an old VHS and you know with a camera that's massive so it's really shaky but these are all the kids being super productive, and then there is, hold on, there's me. I was a little guy. See, they only had one size for the, the keeper uniforms, and it was always like a dress on me. But look at that. So this is stage one of boredom. This is stage two. Look at this This is stage two. Uh, My coach yelled at me a lot, if you can't tell. All right, here's stage three. This is when it gets into critical levels. So there's a whole game being played right now. I'm paying attention to none of it. None of it. All right. This this is where I hit hit real critical levels. And
2: then
0: then this is when I need to entertain myself and get dramatic. I got yelled at a lot it it hit critical levels when you get so dramatic you just fall out all that to say the Lord doesn't do that he doesn't sleep or slumber he's not distracted he's not a five year old child trying to entertain himself by jumping over cones no he's a very present help in time of need amen amen I mean, He's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. He's not, he's not walking around in circles waiting for something to happen. No. He, he's ready. He's ready. He's not twiddling his thumbs. He's very present. He's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. He's present. He's present. He's attentive. He's, he's sober-minded. That's who He is. He's attentive to your need. He's attentive to your need. But I think it's important for us to remember, God doesn't respond to my need. He responds to my faith. Right. God doesn't respond to my need. He responds to my faith. Yeah. So just because I have a need doesn't mean that I'm going to receive the help. Remember, we, we already said it. I ha- the only reason I wouldn't receive help is, c- is if I choose not to receive it by faith. I receive it by faith. Why am I lifting my eyes up to the hills? Because I recognize that help is coming. I recognize help is coming. That's faith. I'm looking up expecting the answer to come because I believe that I have help. Because I believe deep down within me that He's keeping me, that He's protecting me, that He has me. I'm resting under Him. Psalm 91, what does it say? Those who dwell in the shelter of the Lord, they'll find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. What does that mean? Those who allow themselves to be kept... Uh, Mark, Chris, come here. I'm going to pull a pastor. It's happened to me so many times, I'm going to let it happen. To you. All right. Chris, can you stand over there? Mark, can you come here? Alright, you can face him. Alright, Chris is the attacker. Right? Mark is the keeper I'm the goal All right. and bringing it back to the message Chris is the devil alright not metaphorically in this illustration in, in this illustration in this illustration Chris is the enemy alright Mark is God I'm me there's a stark contrast but you know it's okay All right, I'm me. All right, so recognize this. Good job, Mark. You're doing great too. All right. Remember the message, don't be like Chris. (laughs) One of these times you'll be the good guy. All right. I'm so glad. All right, so I see the attack coming, right? What's my responsibility? To stay kept. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's say I have a bill coming, and the the fear, the attack of fear of how am I going to get this met comes. Well, it's my responsibility to get kept. But if I get antsy, and if I get nervous and concerned, oh man, I need to start figuring out a way a way to get this done. I need to start figuring out a way to get this done. Here. Well, actually, s- stay there. I need to figure out a way to get this done. What what if I what if I run out of the keeping? Yeah. Am I susceptible? to yeah. be attacked, yeah. right? All right, the, the attack's coming on, on my health. Man, I need, I need to go, go out here and figure this out on my own. What am I doing? I'm opening myself up to an attack. <laughs> that, was, that was a little creepy. He came slowly. <laughs> right? But, but do you see what I'm talking about, yeah. right? See, how awful would it be if there was a soccer game and the goal kept moving around? The goal was just doing its own thing. Yeah. That would be a very interesting job for the keeper, that's right. right? But my job is to be stable and secure yeah. in the keeping of the Lord. I see the attack coming, but I'm going to stick with Him because I know He'll protect me. I know He'll keep me. Yeah. That's His responsibility and that's His job, right? All right. So we're going to switch places now. I'm going to be God. You know what? Why don't you be the be kept, Thanks. and you can be the attacker this time? Yeah. All right. So so he so look at it this way now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> pastor said very diplomatic. That's, that's why I meant. So, so look at it this way now. The attack starts to come. Let, let's say it's a financial attack. Here's what the keeper will do now. Because the, the, this, this is not just, I'm just going to stand here and wait for something to happen. No. I need to abide in the shelter of the Lord. And he doesn't always stand still.
1: That's Right?
0: Right? So here's what being kept actually looks like, because this is where the soccer illustration changes, all right? So the attack financially begins to come. All right, come here, come with me. All right, come with me. We're going to sow into this seed. We're going to sow into the, this this place. All right, come over here. Now I want you to, to, to declare this like this. I want you to do this. All right, what, what's he He's being kept. Yeah. And, and as those things are happening, now, now it, the victory is won, right? Yeah. Because I'm giving him an instruction. He's staying in the shelter. And now the, the deadly attacks can be attacking these people and these people and these people. A thousand may be falling on my right side, 10,000 dying around me, but they won't touch him. Yeah. They won't touch me. Why? Because I'm staying kept and I'm abiding in the shelter of the Lord. Amen? <laughs> okay, you guys can sit. they are the best. Do you see that? Do you see how important it is to remain with your keeper? Yes. To remain. What, what does the Bible say in Psalm 23 1? The Lord is my shepherd. What was the shepherd? He kept the sheep. Yeah. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me on paths of righteousness for His name's sake. So being kept is not just, I'm going to stand still and do nothing no, it's I'm being led by my keeper. And as I'm walking with him, as I'm, it's like, I just realized I'm like doing a square dance. As I'm walking with him, I don't know. But as I'm remaining with him, right? I know that I'm kept. I know that I'm kept. Why? Because I'm, ab- I'm abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, I'm being kept. Because I'm sticking with my keeper. I'm not going to leave my keeper. I'm not going to go outside of him. I'm going to make sure that every day and every step I'm being kept by my keeper. Because he'll keep me. He's my help and he'll keep me. He's my help and he'll keep me. Well, well, even going on in Psalm 21, it says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he's with me. His rod, his staff, they come for me. You know what the rod's for? To beat the the enemy that comes your way. What's the staff for? To guide me. So as He's leading me and guiding me, I recognize I'm kept because He's going to just whack all my enemies in the face. (laughs) Amen? That's what He does. He keeps me. He protects me. I have help. I have a keeper. I'm not alone. He's with me. As long as I stay with Him. Psalm 46, 1. I, I, I want to read that in the Amplified because he's an ever present help. I, I want to read that in the Amplified because this is beautiful. God is our refuge and strength, mighty and impenetrable to temptation. A very present, hear this, and well proved help. Yeah. 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 A very present and well proved help. What does that mean? His record is spotless. Yeah. Yes. His record is spotless. He has a winning record and no losses. Yeah. A well-proved help. Yeah. It's like if 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 I'm going like, to... I wrestled in high school. If I'm going to go up and wrestle against someone and and in the natural, they don't look like much, but I hear that they have like a 50-0 and 0 record, I'm going to be terrified. Right? Well, does that make sense? Because, like, you might be tiny, but... Well, let me just give you a real example. There was a girl that I wrestled, yes, it was an awkward thing, but my friend on my team who was one of the best wrestlers on our team came up to me and said, you're going to lose. <laughs> I was like, thanks for the encouragement, man. Appreciate it. He was like, she, she beat me a couple years ago. I'm like, you're the best guy on our team. I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story. I'm keeping that to myself. I'm uh, putting it back where I hid it in my brain. Never to think about it again. Uh, Did my face just get red? I can feel it. Verse 5. Psalm 121. The, uh, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Remember what we said in Psalm 91.1. It says, Those who dwell in the shelter of the Lord will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He's the shade at your right hand. What does that mean? If you, uh, The Amplified actually kind of brings this out also, but um, when you're going out to war, in your left hand you have your shield, in your right hand you have your sword. So, Which part of you is the least offended in war? It's your right side, because your shield is protecting your left side so even in the areas of my life that I'm that I might in the natural be least protected where I might have testimonies or people or people coming against me saying that you'll never have this you'll never be able to do this or even in my own personality where I might be an introvert and speaking in front of people might not be comfortable even in those areas of my life where I might feel like I have the least uh, skill the least gifting he's still there he's still he's still my shield he'll still empower me he'll still equip me in the areas of your life where you feel weakest, He's still strong. He's still there. He's still over you. He's still keeping you. Uh, You know, you might be feeling like, well, I don't feel like I have enough faith in this certain area, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to overcome. Well, all you need to do is come into the presence of Him, dwell under the shadow, and He'll keep you in that area. He'll protect you. He'll give you the grace to rise up in an area where you might have felt weak. Right? Where I hated talking to people. I, did, I was an introvert. I didn't like talking to people, especially people I never met, especially in front of crowds. I got a C in public speaking. I wasn't good at it. Did you know Martin Luther King Jr. also got a C in public speaking? That's a fun fact that you didn't need to know, but now you know. And... <laughs> but even in those areas, Can God show Himself strong? Where I am weak, He is strong. Right? My grace is sufficient for You, says the Lord. For my power can perfect. And it's made perfect in weakness. So it doesn't matter if this is my weak side and this is my strong side. He'll protect all sides. Why? Because I have a good keeper. And I'm resting under His shadow. The Lord, say this, the the Lord is my keeper. I have help. Genesis 28:15 says this, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. God's talking to Jacob right now. He's seen two generations, and God saying, "I'm going to bless you and your descendants. I'm going to the same promise I gave to your father Abraham." This is when Jacob saw the ladder and the angels ascending and descending from heaven. He's like, "Oh my goodness, this is a holy place." That's probably exactly how he said it. (laughs) But what what did the Lord say to him? "I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go." When I'm coming in and going out, I'm kept. When I'm going to work, I'm kept. When I'm going to school, I'm kept. When I'm coming home, and there might be some tension in the home, I'm kept. My home is kept. My house is kept. My family is kept. Wherever I go, I'm kept. See, do you hear this? God is saying to you today, I am with you. I am for you. I will keep you wherever you go. Amen. Come on, how, how beautiful is that? Yeah. How beautiful is it? I'm kept. I'm kept by my Father. I'm kept by the God who created the universe. Right? I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Yeah. So does that mean, is your help lacking? No. Does your help have any deficiency? No. no. No, he's, all, he's the All-Sufficient One. El Shaddai, the All-Sufficient One. And today we're talking about Jehovah Shammar, the Lord, your Keeper. He is my Keeper. He will keep me. Yeah. Man, when the mountains are crashing in on top of each other, He'll keep me. Yeah. Right? When, when, when Armageddon is taking place, I'm kept. When my government begins to make decisions that go contrary to the Word, I'm kept. That's right. It doesn't matter what's going on. I don't have to fear because I'm kept. Because I'm kept. I'm kept. Imagine Gideon. We talked about Gideon in prayer this morning. Imagine Gideon with only 300 men coming against an army that the Bible talks about. They're like a sea on the land. All of these people. He was kept. He didn't even have to fight. All he had to do was blow a trumpet and smash a jar. And they all started killing each other. This is the Bible. But recognize this. Now, picture this. If I were to say to you today, you know what? The Lord has told me that we need to all go to this place and fight an entire country, just just us. Does that make this whole situation sound a little different now? Gideon's like, I heard a word from the Lord, we need to go and, and wipe these people out. You, you got a word? Imagine that. All of a sudden, do you, do you start to feel the pressure that these guys are, m- might potentially be feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're talking about war. Oh, and also, we're not going to take any guns. We're not going to take anything with us, except, you know, some, some clay jars and a trumpet. Do you hear how crazy this sounds? But well, what did they have a revelation of? They were kept. Yeah. Yeah. So I can go to war with nothing but a trumpet in my hand and recognize my God's fighting for yeah, me. Right. I'm kept. So no matter what the situation is, a thousand dine in my right hand, ten thousand dine around me, these evils shall not even touch you. What did Jesus pray? Did Jesus get His prayers answered? Yeah. Yeah. What did He pray in John 17? Yeah. Lord, I don't ask here. I actually have it right here. John 17, 15. What does he say? I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. Yeah. What does that mean? That means we're, we're still in a corrupted world. We're still in a corrupted world where there's corrupted people where we'll have to face attacks and we'll have to face situations. But we talked about this for what, seven weeks? Yeah. What About suffering? What is suffering? It's a spirit-led life overcoming perceived hardships that are brought about by walking through a world, walking through this world of fleshly corruption. There's corruption, and there's these perceived hardships that come. But we have a spirit-led life overcoming those situations. So when, when he says, I don't ask that you take them out of the world, what he's saying is, there's going to be those opportunities that rise up. However, the enemy, the evil one, can't even touch you. Why? Because I'm kept. Jesus' prayers were answered, right? So when he prayed for you and for me, Lord, I, I ask that you don't keep take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. What does that mean? The evil one can't touch me. Yeah. When the situation rises up, I can be completely at peace in my mind. Why? Because I'm kept. I know that the devil can't touch me. He might he might try to try to throw an attack. He might try to try to knock on the door with a symptom. Of, of, of some kind of sickness. He might try to knock on the door. But when I can instantly step back and recognize, no, I'm kept. This is not, this is not allowed to come in. And I stand on the Word, and I stay in fellowship with my Keeper, the enemy can't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. He'll keep you from the evil one. Verse 6, The sun will not smite you by, nay, by, nay, by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord, hear this, will protect you from all evil. Just say that, all. All. He'll protect you from all evil. Does that mean there's anything He won't protect you from? Does that mean there's any wicked thing that you don't have a keeper who's powerful enough and strong enough to demolish that thing in your life? No, He'll protect you from all evil. You're kept. Come on, say it, I'm kept. I'm kept. So does that mean when the bill's coming up, I need to figure it out on my own? No. no. Why? Because I'm kept.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's right. Does that mean I have the right to freak out and worry and try to figure it out on my own? No. no. If a symptom starts coming, man, I'm, I'm just not feeling right. What, what do I do? I, I enter into the keeping of my, of my shepherd. Yeah. And it is in there, in the keeping of my keeper, that I'm kept what a profound statement to the keeping of my keeper that I'm kept it just kind of came out that way but do you hear that and, and this is the beautiful thing put, can you put verse 7 back up the Lord will keep you from all evil he will keep your life can you put it up in the NASB the Lord will keep you from all evil he will keep your soul What's that your mind, your thinking, your emotions? When the when the attack starts coming, yeah. he'll even keep you sane. Yeah. He'll keep your soul, because that's what your soul is: your mind, your will, your emotions. He'll even keep your soul, right? What does the Bible say in Isaiah twenty-six, three? Keep, he keeps them. Come on, do you see this? He keeps them in perfect peace whose mind is steadfast towards Him. Do you hear that? So, as I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of my faith, as I'm running this race, He will keep me in peace. So if I start feeling the anxiety rising up in me, how am I going to do this? How am I going to overcome this? No, 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 no. I have a keeper. Let me go to my keeper. I'm not going to yield to these feelings and these anxieties. No, I have a keeper. He'll keep me. So I'm going to jump back into my keeping and let the love of God, wash away all fear. Because perfect love casts out fear. Amen. He'll keep your soul. Yeah. He'll keep your soul. I actually want to read Isaiah 26.3 to you in the Amplified. Hear this. You will guard Him and keep Him in perfect and constant peace. Lord. So that means tomorrow I have peace. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say I got a bill due on Friday, right? Today I have peace. Monday, I have peace. Tuesday, I have peace. Wednesday, it's constant peace. Thursday, it's due tomorrow. Still in peace. Why? Because He'll keep me in peace. Friday, all the bills due today, but I'm staying in peace. And then, boom, provision comes. It doesn't matter when it comes. I just know help is coming. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. I know that my help is coming. I'm just expecting it. It's coming, whether it's the day it's due or now. It's coming. Doesn't matter what it looks like. My help is coming. I have help. I can look up to the skies, it, just like uh, Elijah. Okay, there's there's the rain that's coming. The help is coming. Uh, go out and look. There's nothing. Go out and look again. There's nothing. Go out and look again. Yeah. There's nothing. Go out and look again. There's nothing. Did he lose his peace? No, he just said, go, go again. Go again, and again, and again, and again. Oh, n- you know, now there's a cloud the size of a man's hand. Do you see this? Yeah. Oh, well, tell Ahab he better start running, because the rain's going to overtake him. It's a cloud the size of a man's hand. How's a massive rainstorm going to come out of that? It did. Why? Because he... Stayed in peace, and he knew that what God promised, he was fully able to perform, because yeah. right. that's who God is. Yeah. We have help. Yeah. We have a keeper. Yeah. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Yeah. I, I want to share with you one other verse. Second Kings six seventeen. So here we see Elijah has a whole army coming against him. Whole army against one guy! Because he was led of the Lord and he was able to actually he was actually able to tell the, tell the Israelites what the Syrian king was saying in his own bedroom. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Right. So they're like, oh, we need to take out this guy because he's a threat. Yeah. Obviously. Recognize you're a threat to the enemy. So they sent an entire army against him. And here we have Gehazi freaking out. Let's, let, let's start at verse 15. Now when the attendant, the man of God, had risen early and gone out, behold, behold, an entire army. Come on. Can you imagine you wake up, you, you know, with your morning coffee? You walk out your front door just to grab the newspaper, and there's an entire army at your doorstep wanting to take you out. Behold! Behold! <laughs> Honey? <laughs> we got visitors. That's probably not what Gehazi said to Elijah. I don't think he called, her, called him honey. But, but you, you see the situation now. Like sometimes it's good for us to enter ourselves into it because we already know the end. And sometimes it's good to enter ourselves into it and recognize what they were actually facing. Was there an attack? But were they kept? Verse... 16, so he answered, or, let's, verse 15. Now the attendant saw, and behold, an army with horses and chariots were circling the city. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how he said it too. So he answered, (laughs) So he answered, Do not fear, For those who are with us are more than those who are against us. What did he recognize? We have help and we're kept. What did they see in the natural? They just saw this entire army. But then what what happens next? They lift their eyes up to the mountain. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, I pray that you will open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw and Behold! This is a bigger behold. Yes. Behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Come on, was he kept? Did he have help? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did he die that day? No. No, Actually, the entire army got blinded. He had help. So the situation that you're in probably isn't as big as that, but whatever situation you're in, Even in a situation that massive, let's bring it down to something that seems insignificant to us. Do we still have help? Man, man, you know what? I have a test coming up and I have all these anxieties. This this seems like a small thing compared to an entire army coming to kill you. Do you have help? See, recognize He's an ever-present help in time of need. doesn't matter matter how big the need is or how small the need is. He's an ever-present help. Do you hear this? Ever-present Ever present and well proved. Yeah. That's who we have help from. Yeah. Come on, Do you, is your faith rising up this morning? Yeah. God, are you seeing how great of a help you have? Yeah. If you if you see how great of a help you have, just stand on your feet right now. We have help today. Yeah. Yeah. We have help today. We're not alone. We're not fighting this on our own. We have help. Say it. I have help. I have help. Say it! I have, a I have a keeper. So when I'm going to stand up here because I'm short and the people in the back can't see me. <laughs> this has been an interesting sermon. It's been good though. Amen. The Lord is good, Amen. and His mercy endures forever. It doesn't matter what you're facing right now. God has an answer. Yeah. You have help. You're not alone. You're not facing this alone. You're not facing this on your own. Lift your eyes up to the hills. Where does your help come from? It comes from the Lord who created the heaven and the earth. You have help today. Yeah. You have help today. He, he will guard you. He will protect you. He is with you. He won't leave you. He won't forsake you. He's ever-present. Well-proved. He's here tonight. Tonight? This morning. He's here this morning. I'm used to preaching at youth when it's night. He's here this morning. And he wants to provide the help that you need because remember ever-present doesn't mean that we're not talking about three years from now we're talking about now he's here now his help is present now and so if you're here today and you are saying I need help you have help and I want to invite you to come forward I want to invite you to come forward because the help is present the help is present The help is here. Now, I'm not inviting you to come forward so I can pray for you. I'm asking you to come forward so that the Lord, the God of the universe, can come and meet you and change your life. Turn your circumstance around. Set your feet on a solid foundation. You have help this morning. You have help this morning. Come on, He's here. And He's ready and able to help you. Come on, just say this. I have help. I have have help. help. I have help. I'm not, alone. I'm not alone. My God, My God is, here. is here. He's present. He's present to help. To help oh, thank you, Father. Just begin to pray in the Spirit right now. This is the time to position yourself back in the presence of your keeper if you're here this morning and you're saying you know what I was the one who when the attack came I I ran I fled out of the presence of my father this is your moment to enter back in because remember he's ever present that doesn't mean you have to doesn't mean you have to run for hours and days and years and months to redeem it he'll redeem it now He'll restore it now. So if you're here and you're saying, I just want to renew and refresh that fellowship. I want to renew and refresh and enter back in to that fellowship with my Father. I want you to pray this, and I want us all to pray this. Because this is a great opportunity for us to just enter back in to the presence of of our Keeper, of our Father, of our Shepherd. Just pray this. Say, "Dear Dear Jesus. Today, i make, make You the Lord of my life. You call the shots, call the shots and, I'll and I'll be obedient. I believe, I believe that, you died for me, that You died for me and for my sin, and, for my sin and, my mess, and my mess and You took it to the grave. And, you took it to the grave. and I believe, and I believe on, the day, on the third day You rose again, you rose again. And,
2: you
0: and You didn't bring my death back. No, You brought me life.
2: My
0: life. I choose, life today. I, choose life, today. I life today. I receive life today. And I receive help today. I receive help today. You, are my Lord, you are my Lord. And I am yours. I am yours. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Amen. Just begin to pray in the Spirit. Just begin to lift Him up. Just begin to lift Him up. Get in the presence of your Keeper enter into his presence with thanksgiving and praise, I want everyone to just lift up a praise right now because it is with praise and thanksgiving that we enter into his courts we enter into his presence with praise and thanksgiving oh we praise you Lord we thank you Father thank you Jesus thank you Lord we have help today oh we're we're not alone we're not alone we're not alone we're not alone We have helped today. Thank you, Father, right now for peace that surpasses understanding. Father, I thank you. Thank you for your peace that will usher in a beautiful reunion in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Peace that surpasses all understanding in Jesus name thank you Father thank you Lord thank you Lord in Jesus name Father right now I ask that you pour out pour out more more God in Jesus name thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Father let your fire Fill him with fresh fire now In Jesus name Fresh fire In Jesus name Thank you Father Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Oh God it's all you Thank you Father Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for peace. Restored peace. Renewed peace now. In Jesus' name. Renewed peace. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you Lord. in Jesus' name. Father, you're putting new things into these hands. The gifts that you've given him, I thank you, Lord, that he's going to utilize them in ways that he's never known before. In Jesus' name, right now. Renew peace. Peace, peace, peace be in Jesus' name. The attack is broken now in Jesus' name. It's broken. Peace and freedom be in Jesus' name. Fresh joy, fresh peace now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for answers. And for your peace now in Jesus' name name, in Jesus name Shaka in Jesus name, thank you for it more, more God in Jesus name, we receive it, we receive it now, in Jesus name Thank you Father I'm so glad you're here I'm glad the Lord brought you here He's going to bless you for your obedience. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Supernatural, abounding peace. Now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. The attack is over. Now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I feel that anointing. Receive that peace now in Jesus' name. Peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' name. Just lift your hands. Just say this. Father, I receive all that you have for me right now. In Jesus' name. Fill them now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for hunger. Increased hunger. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. He's already hungry. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're increasing His capacity to hunger. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. We receive it now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Renewed peace. Renewed peace. Restored peace. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father thank you father thank you father for a fresh anointing and a fresh fill of your spirit and your fire now in jesus name in jesus name we receive it we believe it we have it now in jesus name thank you father Blessed in Jesus' name. Blessed in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you. Just begin to thank Him now. Thank you, Father. We have help. We're not alone. We have a God. Oh, we have a God on our side. Oh, He's an ever-present help. An ever-present help. Ever-present help. Ever-present help, right? Yeah, right. Ever-present help. Whatever you need, He's an ever-present help. He'll meet all your needs. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands. Father, we receive your help now. In Jesus' name. Oh, we have help. We receive it now. In Jesus' name. Oh, an ever-present help. Ever-present help. Oh, ever-winning. Ever faithful. Oh, ever-present. An ever-present help. Oh shake. Fill now in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, ever-present help. Ever-present help. Oh, we have an ever-present help. Amen. Ever-present help. Ever-present help. Right now, Father, we receive. Oh, we receive your faithfulness. We receive your help. And right now, we receive a fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fresh anointing. Fresh fire now. In Jesus' name. We receive it by faith now. In Jesus' name. Thank You, for it, Lord. Thank You, Father. Thank You, Lord. A refreshing filling is coming. In Jesus' name. Oh, we receive it now. We receive it now. Just say, I receive it now. Oh, we receive it. We're not missing it. We have it now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, thank you, Lord. Oh, you're going to laugh. Restore. Restore that joy. In Jesus' name. Oh, we receive it now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just say it with me. I receive all the help I need. Whether I know I need it or not, I receive it. In Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, we have help. We have help. And ever-present help. Ever-present help. Oh, thank you, Father. You have help. You have help. Receive that help this morning. Thank you for answers. Thank you for help. Thank you for ever-present and quick manifestation of that help. In Jesus' name, we receive it. Thank you, Father. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. We have help. Oh, thank you, Father, for your help this morning. Oh, and Father, thank you that you have even greater things in store for us tonight. Oh, this is just the beginning. We have help now. We have help tonight. We have help tomorrow. It doesn't end when you leave here. As you get in your cars and drive home, your help is present. Oh, He's present. Ever-present and ever-present and continuous help He's going with you. Lord bless you. Keep you. Make His face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. We have help. We have help today. In Jesus' name.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Father. the Thank you. Does anybody receive that help today? Does anybody receive their keeper? You know, the thing about that keeper is you got to be close enough to hear what he says to do. Yeah. To be protected and be in that shadow, you got to be in fellowship. Again, it goes back how many times this month in the last four weeks have we talked about our fellowship with God, not just on Sunday morning. This is a part of it, but this is not it all. It's not everything. It's a part of it. But how about that fellowship? See, when we're in fellowship with God, we have a keeper that the devil can't beat. Anybody, just raise your hands right now. Close your eyes. Lord, say it with me. Lord, I receive my help. I receive my helper. I am kept from the evil one. And I will always be kept. We have help. And Lord, we just praise him. Just thank Him right now. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, for your help. Thank you, Lord. You're not withholding it. Thank you, Father, for it. We praise you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Bear.
1: Amen. Have you been blessed today?
2: Yes.
1: This is just the beginning today is the day where we get a double dose tonight at 4 p.m. it is Holy Spirit service so make sure that you are back here because God doesn't do things smaller the second time around he's the God of increase it's our year of increase and tonight there's going to be an increase on tonight's service be here at 4 youth your services will be in here so still come but it's Holy Spirit service and we know it's gonna be phenomenal now as far as phenomenal meetings are concerned pastor Ryan and Pastor Nicole mentioned this, but. Ted Shuttlesworth, Sr., Brother Ted, is coming this week. He is going to be arriving on Friday because this coming Sunday morning, he's going to be in-house with us. So make sure that you're here, that you bring somebody. Brother Ted does not do Sunday morning services often. He is doing something special because the Lord has something special for us. So that's going to be this Sunday. However, tent meeting time is the 22nd through the 27th, and do we have help we have help but guess what god's a partnership god we have help And then we partner with what he's doing. We need help in this body. We have things going on starting this coming Thursday all the way through to the following Saturday. Flyering, setting up the tents, serving in the evenings. There's something happening literally every day this Thursday onward. Men, they need able-bodied, strong men to help set up that tent Thursday morning. They're going to need men to help tear it down the following Saturday. We're going out into the community, flyering. are going to have people ushering, catching, registering. There's stuff to do and we need your supply. You're gifted, you're equipped, and you're called and we need you. So if you are able to serve all of those days, any of those days, the wonderful and beautiful Serena Ann Crabtree is going to be chatting with you after this service. So if you are able to serve, please see her. (laughs) Frankly, she's probably going to see you. So either way, talk to her before you leave and we'll get you signed up for that. But it's going to be so good. Are you expectant for these meetings? Oh my gosh, they're going to be so good because this is a man of God and we're going to esteem him. And what we esteem, we receive from. It's going to be great. Well, we love you. Be blessed. We'll be back here at 4 p.m. for Holy Spirit service. If there are still people up here receiving, please give them the opportunity. Respect what the Lord is doing up here. So try not to gather around them. Let them continue to receive, and we'll see you at 4.